good Saturday evening, and welcome to another edition of the Saturday Night WrestleManiacs. You got the People's Choice, Don Rodriguez. Yep, yep. You got the television champion, the big guy, KG. That is me. When the heck you get a championship? Oh, when I beat you at Class of Champions, my brother. You didn't beat me at Class of Champions. Are we, are we sure about that? I'm positive. It's three to two. And I won three to two. No, I won three to two. Tell me your three. Tell me your three. We just going to get right into it because you tweeted yeah. me and I'm like, how does you go and text, tweet me, talk about he won? And it's three to two me. Tell, me your, tell me your three. I'm going to see how you oh, got this. Okay. Uh, Alexa and Nikki. Hold on. Let me. Let me let me find that on the sheet. <laughs> yeah, you got uh, Alexa, Nikki Cross. Okay, AJB, Cedric Alexander. That's two. And Becky Becky beat Sasha. No, Sasha won via disqualification. No, no, that, no, no. Yes, yes. No way. No it way. It was a DQ. No way. Becky was DQ'd. That's the one that gave it, put me over the edge. Oh, no way. No way. No, no, yes, no, no. Sir. I, I've been riding this whole week on this high. Yes. Get, no. Yes, that's no. what I'm like, where's he getting this from? They you you and all the excitement, it looked like it went the other way, but the official announcement from uh the, the announcer was that uh Becky kept the belt. But Sasha won because of DQ via the chair shot. Three to two. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Uh, Sasha Banks. Oh, no. Oh, no. Did you have to go look it up like you didn't believe me? You thought I was going to cheat? No. You thought I was going to cheat? I'm like, no. How's that lost? (laughs) Talking about Elfield. I don't know because I didn't catch one. You know what? By us being in the, so bad, I did, and by us being in the nation's capital, all I can do is do my best Buck Hans impersonation. No, not possible. No, you do a Jim Ross impersonation. No, 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 damn it, no! As God is my witness, I was wrong. <laughs> I can't believe. <laughs> That makes this one even sweeter because Dagger. now I am getting the agony of defeat live. Oh my God. I can see the tsunami rushing over you of the reality that I won. That You know what? Oh that is God. the best. It's not my birthday, but I'm about to blow out some candles and stuff because, man, what did The Rock say? Oh, yeah. What can you say except you're welcome? <sighs> well, podcast over. That's all we need right now. Thank you guys for listening. I'm done. We don't even have to get into all the other craziness. But just because I am a fighting champion, TV champion. Oh, my God. Since we're claiming titles and have none um 
I think we should still go ahead and just talk about what happened. Anyway, why? Why not? Because, you know, we're not even going to cover the clash now. Because that whole debauchery, I don't even want you to relive this. Because I feel like I'm going to be treating you like a victim. You know, like a you know SVU, they don't want the victim to relive the stuff. So I, I don't want you to, to, to feel victimized or eviscerated or chastised at all. Before you move on. Oh, oh, you want you, you want to go there? Okay, cool. No, 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 no. I'm just going to say this. I every week I look forward to Saturday night. I mean, granted, we got so many shows between Saturday to Saturday. There's so many shows the sideline junkies do Saturday to Saturday. But every week I always look forward to Saturday night. Number one, I know I'm 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 going to match wits with. Uh, another, dare I say, wrestling super fan, uh, number one. Number two, I'm going to get my good gaming information. Um, number three, you know, I, I think I'm going to win sometimes. <laughs> and I look, but it was going to be super sweet. I was, I just been looking forward to it because let, 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 let me, let, <laughs> let me just put it out. There. Oh my gosh. I made a oh huge mistake Sunday. I <laughs> did not pay my WWE subscription. Tommy, no. How did you? I, I've been I, there a couple I, times. I like, what? Did I miss that? Had it on auto pay, did not pay it. But I said, you know what? This will give me a chance to create another one just for sideline junkie purposes. Yeah, I saw and that. I did, I did just that. So it worked out. But when it came to Clash of Champions, I watched most of it still. Uh, but now, we... <sighs> bits and pieces trying to keep up with the NFL, trying to see everything else is going on. And this has been a hectic week, sport-wise. <laughs> but this was supposed to be my bright spot. Man, they, the violins is going, man. Yeah, you must have borrowed the world's smallest violin from BJ. <laughs> yeah, because normally he breaks that out. <laughs> so, with that being said, it's been a hectic week. I've been trying to keep up with news stories on top of news story. A uh, lot going on. You, sir, must fill me in on what happened this week in wrestling. Let's go. Oh, well, in that case, let's talk about the Clash of Champions. Oh, I'm sorry. That's right. <laughs> uh, this champion is all you need to know. So we're not going to go into <laughs> the Clash. Man, this is – I can't – I'm you over here reeling in your defeat, and I am just loving it. Like, oh, my God, I don't even have to say anything. This is weird. But I will take it. Mm-hmm. I will take it from the Clash of Champions and give you a break. Because I am number one. Um, thank you for that song, Nelly. But uh, let's talk about Monday Night Raw from the University of Tennessee. Where the first big news, which is kind of the what-if scenario sleeper, was what if Baron Corbin got his, we'll just call it reparations, 
<laughs> and won King of the Ring. And lo and behold, Baron Corbin won King of the Ring, which out of the two options, no offense to Chad Gable, but the better storyline comes off of Baron Corbin winning. Um, it, it made, I mean, he deserved it. Because like I said, you know, even though people are hating him, they hated Edge. And, you know, Baron Corbin is becoming slowly but surely that strong level heel. But more importantly, he took the brunt and took the, the, the mantle of why was Raw failing? Oh, you know, it's Baron Corbin. And he's, a, you know, the GM and da 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 It's like, really? I'll just tacked it onto him. And then the McMahons are saying, oh, well, we're going to listen to the people now. We're not going to be like that guy and make those decisions. You know, so for the non-smart fans, like, yeah, that's right. Baron Corbin was the reason why this whole thing sucked. Like, oh, okay, well, now he finally got his full circle comeback. It wasn't in the form of a championship, but he does join a prestigious amount of superstars that have been able to call themselves King of the Ring, like Stone Cold, King Booker, who made an appearance this past week as well. So it's, it's definitely, in my opinion, uh, a great congratulatory you deserve it from myself. I don't know how you feel about it. I know our picks was all over the place. Sadly, neither one of us picked Chad, I mean, uh, Barry <laughs> Corbin to be king of the ring. So the whole bracket was just all a bust and out of whack. But, you know, it's one of those in the back of our heads that we were talking about it in the conversation of the bracketology that, hey, Corbin could be the guy. But we still went with another another way. But what, what do you think? How do you feel about him being king of the ring for the next 12 months? When really, last year, it was like king of the ring happened. It's like, okay, whatever. And then we moved on. Mm-hmm. But I think Baron Corbin, king of the ring happening, is something almost to the level of Chris Jericho becoming the first universal champion. I know that's a big statement right there, but I think if curated right, Corbin could really ride this up to WrestleMania and beyond. But I'll let you tell me what you think about that decision and, and how we're moving. Well, to be quite honest, once I seen that and I was like, okay, Baron Corbin, King of the Ring, because when, 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 when they announced the final and they said it was him and Chad Gable, there was no doubt in my mind he was going to beat Chad Gable. So. But it's like, okay, what's the end game? Mm-hmm. That was my whole thing. What's the end game? But looking at this, you can put together a better storyline with uh with 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 Baron Corbin than you can with Chad Gable. So I actually like it. I think it's pretty good. Yeah. It's, it's, it's good for business. How about that? Speaking of good for business, it's also good to be the presidential mayor because we also got Introduced to 24-7 Kane, <laughs> Glenn Jacobs became a 24-7 champion uh, at the University of Tennessee. So that was pretty cool for him to get to be a part of everything and and have some fun with our truth And, you know, the, the, the continuing saga of interesting folks. He was the first politician. So who knows? Donald Trump may eventually become 24-7 champion. Which I'm not going to lie to you, I wouldn't be opposed. Because, uh, you know, Donald Trump and the WWE have always had a great entertaining relationship. Despite what you feel about politics and all that stuff, 
uh, as a, I guess we'll call him a, uh, a celebrity hall of famer and, and everything else and, and character with the WWE, the Donald Trump character has always, uh, produced great television and pay-per-view moments. So sure. Why not get rolled up one, two, three, that'd be interesting to see. But we probably have Secret Service do it, <laughs> which would be <laughs> more entertaining. Uh, but hey, why not? The way I designed for the belt to be, hell, ah, that's within uh, the 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 constraints of it. But yeah, that little saga that was flowing through um, Monday Night Raw, showing the different segments for Kane and our Truth, and yeah, I thought it was really funny. So I don't know if you got a chance to to peep. Any of that on uh, the Twitter WWE Network and WWE.com. That's why I, I caught up with a lot. Um, I also seen uh, Kane catch a hell of a mandible claw from The Fiend. I was getting there, man. I was getting I'm, there. I'm, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Whew. But yeah, that was that was another one of the uh, the good honors. That, that was really cool with um, Kane actually putting over the Fiend in that way. That was like, oh, yeah, that was pretty sick and intense. So, you know, we find, what you saying, Undertaker? Gotta be. I think that I'm telling you, uh, if Taker's retiring, that's mania. If Taker is retiring, that is mania. If the torch is to be passed, that is mania. I am telling you telling you, telling you. Cannot wait. That will put they're going to need a bigger arena. Yeah. Uh, like we said, uh, you know what? L.A. Coliseum. That, for football, the L.A. Coliseum seats 110,000. That's it? No, any bigger than that, man. No, but then you got to add the the, the Put it right in the middle of the stadium. Put the ring right in the middle of the stadium. Then you got to add the seats to fill all of that in. You got to fill the track in and everything else. You got to fill a lot in. You could fit maybe. You think you can get maybe. up to two hundred thousand? Yeah, I, close to it. Yeah, if they can if they can squeeze in to two hundred five. That 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 would be it. Like Paul Heyman would come out and promote that. That is the 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 fight of the decade. New and old. It's not end of an era. It's the fight of the decade. New and old, because you have the new phenom. I, I'm just going to call Bray Wyatt and, and the phenom. The new phenom versus the phenom, the OG. And if I was Taker, I couldn't come in as typical Taker. I would have to bring back American Badass or something. Because Bray Wyatt's character would eclipse the entrance. There's no way. It would have to be American Badass. Or you would have to go to the extra demonic taker or something. You'd have to dig deep, deep to match the entrance of the fiend. And I know they would give him the treatment that would be, I mean, man, you had the best treatment out the whole pay-per-view. That's main event. Sorry, women. There's no way. That y'all could top that. And for Kane to do what he did, like you said, that is the precursor. And then, not only that, but then what really put it over the edge was the performance of Seth Rollins just crawling up to the corner 
and just not even wanting to make the eye contact. I thought that was just <laughs> the, the stamp on the end of it, man. It was just like, man. And then having Bray Wyatt and uh, Firefly Funhouse being what I'm calling the local show number two, meaning it was time and poignant to the actual happenings of Monday Night Raw, rolling all the way through and setting up for, I wasn't even expecting it. I was just expecting a run-in, Sister Abigail or something. That was it. I wasn't expecting Kane and, and all of that. So that, that was just a, a great surprise. But pure, 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 pure awesomeness. Hell, the only thing close to that, I mean, Raw was hot. I'm just I'm just going to put it out there. I called it Brayfest, to be <laughs> honest with you. But equally as hot was what they're doing with the rib slash angle of Maria and the gender reveal and her naming. I wasn't expecting it to be, and the father is Ricochet. What? Does Casey Catanzaro know? But, <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. But when Kane... Uh, I'm sorry, when Rusev came out, I was not expecting the Bulgarian brute to come out with his porn stash <laughs> and to come after uh, Mike Canellis and for Mike to say, hey, man, I'm having a bad day. <laughs> this is not going well. If you're the father, congratulations. I'm out. I'm like, yo, just for him to say, no, nah, dog, not today, man. I can't. I can't. But uh, do you see how lean Rusev looked? I did catch that. And I've been waiting to find out when my dog horse was going to come back. And now is the time because he's needed. But he has to come back as that dominating force. Yeah. Yeah, he, he looks, you know, really good, really toned. I don't know. I think he's been uh, maybe going to a keto diet or something. That's what everybody's on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, thanks, uh, Vinny from Jersey Shore. Daggone Keto Guido over here getting all this attention to whatever the Ketos and, and, and all that stuff is. I got time for it. But um, right now, after like three birthdays this week, I'm on the there's a lot of cake in my house diet <laughs> <laughs> and a pie. It, so somebody's got to eat this cake and wait, somebody eat out. this pie. Time out. Yeah. I got two questions. Well, three questions. Number one, what kind of cake? Cake, cake, and cake. I just pay for them, and they're all good. Is any of them <laughs> chocolate? Uh, no, they're uh, yellow cake, and I think it's white cake and uh, marble cake. So it's got some chocolate latte in it. Okay. Shout out the door. All right. That, 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 that's good for the marble. Uh, do you have any ice cream? No. Okay, so I would have to bring ice cream. And what kind of pie are we talking? Poontang. My favorite. <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> I can't believe you asked that question. You should have known where that was going. <laughs> Look, uh, one, one thing. The anybody... Where's the kick? What kind of pie? What kind of pie was that? Poontang. <laughs> one thing that anybody listening to us will know. I don't ask questions that I don't already know the answers to. <laughs> Poutine pie. <laughs> still, to me, that is still the best Raw segment ever because uh, the king made that. Now, most of the time, it's always Jim Ross that's making a, a segment over the top, but the king's Raw reaction to the pie was, my God, my God. That's about my as God, bad as my guts were broken in half. 
That's about as bad as uh, the puppies and the kitties. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. But, you know, we heard that so much. You know, he was just marking off. But he he, he went in. He was done for Poontang. That, he he could have just went ahead and just threw his crown up in the air and say, I'm done. <laughs> so, yeah, Raw was hot. Raw was hot. This was, in my opinion, one of the best uh, Raws they've had in quite some time. And not only that, not only – with the midst of the, the Fiend showing up and Kane in a 24-7 championship, Brayfest, we also had the answer to another question. Oh, who are these guys? AOP's back. Mm-hmm. So now the tag team division, I can't say on Raw because we do have the draft coming up on the 11th and the 14th of October, but business is about to pick up on the tag side of things, so I can't wait to see how that's going to play out. And then we also can't forget about uh, Hell in a Cell starting to take shape with Becky. And I think some podcast kind of called this one Becky v. Uh, Sasha Hell in a Cell match has been locked in. I wonder who came up with that idea. Uh, <laughs> That's a good question. Who came up with it? Dream I made it. So <laughs> that was us. Are we ever going to get credit for this? We probably won't. Well, one can only hope. How about that? Did I lose you there? No, no, no. We're good. Uh, just uh, recalibrate my notes. I was having a Clash of Champions flashback. <laughs> Here we go. Sorry, I didn't mean. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. It was just the thought. Like, what if I was quiet for a second? If he would ask me what was going on? Yeah, why not? Let's just go ahead and segue back into the Clash. All right, I'm back. <laughs> wow. It's gonna be a long hour of power. Let's talk about SmackDown, which was almost as live as the Clash of Champions, but. Let me stop playing around. All right, so SmackDown, hot. Now, that was also a podcast that kind of mentioned Brock Lesnar coming back. I don't know who that was. Probably us. Uh, And I know we were talking about him doing some type of run-in, which we thought would be in the Seth Braun match, but then it ended up being on SmackDown going against Kofi. So my question to you, because I know you are still not heavy on the Brock train. Do you think that he's going after, that they're putting this for Kofi to make Kofi as, to elevate him, I guess the best way to put it, with Seth Rollins if he beats Brock? Because Brock, he could take the L and it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. He's still Brock Lesnar. Or is it, this is let's give Brock this championship because technically we're going to put him on Fox anyway, uh, and have him go and be the, the the big major cash cow attraction for SmackDown Live. Excuse me, correction, Friday Night SmackDown. Uh, <laughs> I believe that it, it can it can do nothing but help everybody because if uh, if Kofi beats Brock with you know, speed, quickness, all of that jazz. You know, never let Brock get a hold of him. 
it elevates Kofi, Kofi to superhuman. But if he, Kofi loses to Brock, you know he's going to come back at Brock again. So you're going to get a rematch somewhere down the line. And you're going to see something from Kofi that you, you've never seen before. So either way, but I think this will be to elevate, you know, to push Kofi a little bit higher. Yeah. Because I think that, well, maybe we'll see if you think I'm what uh, I'm seeing as the same thing. Do you think there needs to be a new evolution of the Kofi character? Because I think in order for him to maintain that belt, he's got to outgrow the New Day. I know that sounds crazy. but Like a heel turn? No, no. He just needs to outgrow the New Day. Like the New Day need to be separate. Almost like what's you got going on in uh, NXT. And we'll get that in a little bit with the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole could go out and be the champion and be Adam Cole. The Era can play support, even though they're heels, but they can play support. But Adam Cole can go out and be Adam Cole. Kofi Kingston is still New Day. So they're kind of linked together. So Kofi's a champion, but you still have New Day. I think hmm. Kofi needs to be Kofi and New Day need to be New Day and then not shield, you know, type of thing where it's like, oh, we come together, whatever. They can still be the stable or, or the trio, or whatever you want to call them, the free bird, whatever. But I think it needs to be a little bit more of Kofi independence in order for it to, to grow and his character to evolve, to be believable, to beat a Brock Lesnar legitimately because i'm not gonna lie to you a couple f5s cancel christmas yeah it can easily it. go that way but if it goes you know 30 40 minutes kofi's got that shot a good trouble about six seven trouble in paradises and we got a shot but that means he's got to last and endure but then daniel bryan had a good showing but then Couple of fives, Kim's Christmas. Mm-hmm. So we will find out how that's going to play out. But you know, it, it, October fourth, Friday, October fourth, the first of uh, Friday night SmackDown, back on Friday, where it truthfully belongs, where the legacy of SmackDown has been. Um, is going to be very interesting for that two-hour period as the main event. There will be, I don't know. I would like to say there should be a title change, but I would also, Grandy Orton started to push, and I know you want to jump in, but I just want to give it his last food for thought before I let you chime in. Randy Orton started pushing a little bit more of an edge out of Kofi, which is a good setup for Brock. But we, we just have to see, man title change or no title change for the first showing? That's the question. Uh, This is one of the rare times I disagree with you, good sir. I don't think SmackDown on Friday night is ever, ever a good thing. What? SmackDown on a Thursday, it seems natural to me because you got Monday. You got Raw on Monday. And I can go to work on Tuesday and talk about Raw on Tuesday. Not talking about the NFL. I'm talking about Raw on Tuesday. 
Then on Thursday, now I understand why they're moving to Thursday because on Thursday you got to compete with the NFL once again. So that's two nights in a row you compete with the NFL. But you move to Thursday where it should be. I didn't go to work to talk about the NFL on Friday. I went to talk about WWE SmackDown on Friday. And then, you know, you, you, you used to get us with the hookup where we watched it on Wednesday. or When it came on on Wednesday, we watched it Thursday morning. So mm-hmm. I won a lot of money off of that going home and betting people who was going to win. So <laughs> I need my <laughs> cut. <laughs> but I just I feel SmackDown has a home on Thursday. That's where that's where it all came together. That's where it started. Now I, I do agree with that, but I think for the 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 potential of strong prime timeness, Friday is like for network television that upper echelon. Because think about it, if we're just gonna go ahead and go off the rails a little bit, think about how many epic shows showed up on Friday? Shoot, hell, remember when you had that huge block with Family Matters and all that stuff? And, and Hang on, Mr. Uh, Cooper. Hang on, Mr. Cooper. And, you know, Friday has always been, you know, just one of those days where you just had some epic stuff. Now it's kind of branched out now that cable television and all these other things are, are doing a lot more and TV's on 24 hours a day, stuff like that. So you got the need for more content. And the battling of is crazy. And even down to the point to where um, it sucks, but they have the shows going to commercials at the same time. So you can't sometimes switch over like it used to be where you could watch one and then switch over, catch up on the other one and then go back and forth. Now they're going commercial breaks at the same time. So it's like, oh my God, I have to pick and choose. So Mm -hmm. God bless DVR. But Friday is just, just that day from an entertainment aspect of it. So to have Friday on lock and you got Monday on lock, you're starting the week strong, you're ending the week strong, and let's just be honest, the middle of the week, you <laughs> Wednesday is the day. Wednesday is the day, and I hope you watch NXT because, you know, for this, the, the initial comment, I just put all of it because every Wednesday we will be witnessing a takeover. Because what they produced this week for the first show, the, the the opening match with the women, congratulations to Io Shirai, Bianca Belair, Candice LeRae, and Mia Yim. They put on a fatal four-way just to be a number one contender. But, man, that was hot. That was takeover level. Then we had um, Dream versus Roderick Strong. And <laughs> it could I don't even care who won. That's how good that match was. But now that we've got Undisputed Era with all the the male titles on NXT, I still think now it's time for them to uh recruit a female and then just control everything. That would be amazing. Hint hint, hint hint, hint hint, full sale, hint hint. Uh, uh NXT may want to do that. Not Shayna Baszler because she doesn't need it even though that would be one of those handshakes of doom is what they could call it, where um, Adam Cole is shaking hands with Shayna Baszler and said, yep, let's, let's, let's join forces and control all of NXT. Hint, 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 hint. 
Um, <laughs> that would be amazing. But Wednesday, so you're starting the week with Raw, middle of the week, and then the end of the week. And all you have to do on Saturday is listen to us. That's perfect. Well, yeah, now that you put it that way. Because uh, I'm not just... even going to call that perfect. I'm calling that Kurt Henning. I'm taking it to another <laughs> level. That's Kurt Henning. Well, Come hey, on you, you, you just nailed it. And you laid it out perfectly. I'm sorry, Kurt Henning esque, <laughs> and I don't, I don't have a comeback. I'm, I'm, I'm. You just sold it to me. I don't know how much they paid you to sell it like that, but I don't know. But speaking of comebacks, great segue. The man of the hour, mm. Leo Rush, mm. showing up on uh, the network side of NXT this week, having a phenomenal match against Odie Lorkin. A he didn't look like he had any ring rust at all. I mean, Leo was on it. But uh, to see him going back to where we also talked about him going, which is 205 Live, and, you know, vying for the number one contendership just straight out the back after six-month hiatus, that's a great comeback. And it didn't really, you know, sell him too much under the bus and all this other stuff. So it's going to be still up in the air to see if, those issues are done and over with, or he's paid his penance and now he's back and we're good to go. But one thing about him, I think it may be to the point where it's manageable, those situations, because it looked like he reached back in his bag and he, he turned into the old Leo, Mm -hmm. the hair, everything. Yeah. That's MCW Leo. That's what I was about to say. OG MCW. Which which was great, uh, yeah. I look, he looked like he was in phenomenal shape. He looked really, really good. Just hoping that you know this is only a short run in NXT, but you need somebody like him in NXT because of it. Not only that, nobody really got to see unless you really paid attention to his career. You didn't get to see him in ring like that, mm-hmm. but him on the mic. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? It's the interesting thing. I'm glad you brought that up because I still say the same thing, even though people don't believe it, about John Cena. Looking at his uh, OVW versus what he was in WWE, it's almost two different characters, two night and day characters. The prototype versus hustle, loyalty, and respect. There's just two different characters, and I'm still a fan, usually, of the prototype where he was able to wrestle and able to do stuff and, and, and actually have more than six moves. If you count his new Japanese punch that he learned from Jackie Chan <laughs> <laughs> or Chinese punch, um, they learned from uh, Jackie Chan, but um, it's, it's just like I said, NXT is going to be liquid gold. And based off of what we just saw on the one hour, cause they're going to do a couple hours uh, shows, uh, this week, next week on the uh, USA, and then you'll have the second hour on the network, and then we're going to go to two hours strong. But this is a great introductory level. That remember, I said AEW needs to do these type of things more often. We saw one, but they need to do it more often to really build the the the, the interest and and things. WWE is laying its foundation good, 
with Triple H at the helm of how NXT is coming across. It wasn't too much information. They had the quick little blurbs about this superstar or this um, type of uh, encounter or match, then boom, we had the next thing, and it really built up the superstars is what I'm going to say because they're just not development, but the superstars that was going on with uh, Dream and Strong going into their match. I mean, it, they just set it up nicely. You saw the machine really pushing forward and really making things happen. Yeah, uh, but to see Velveteen Dream on the big screen, mm. now that right there, that 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 feels good because we talk about him a lot here on the WrestleManiacs presented by the Sideline Junkies local to to uh, you know to us Merlin Championship DMV. wrestler yeah that's local so we gonna always big him up but just a straight talent mm-hmm. I remember uh, from Tough Enough. Uh, it was a video resurfacing of Shawn Michael. I'm sorry, no, I apologize, Chris Jericho. Uh, saying that he wasn't really saying it to a lot of people, but that he saw a phenomenally bright future ahead of uh, Velveteen Dream, and, and the sky was the limit. And I, I can't help but agree. I mean, the they're, st- they're two different people from what we saw back then to the character we have now. And I'm not going to lie to you, the first time I saw the character debut even after the vignettes, I'm like, oh, are they doing a, a Prince thing? Why? It's kind of, uh, what was the need? But what he has done and, and how he is taking it, it's even, at first, the next step for me was like, okay, I'm getting a Rick Rude vibe. But then it's just gone beyond that to where it's just, it's just a flow. Just a straight flow. Love it. Every time, you know, he's about to come on, we get not only the experience, but the performance is through the roof. Yeah. As uh, what was that? Uh, was nope. Was it Super Bowl pass that they did the halftime heat? Yeah, and he was a part of that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was this. I don't know why I'm thinking Super Bowl before last. That was this Super Bowl just pass. Yeah. Yeah, because we wow. uh, we talked about that and uh, joined in for the the halftime uh, heat reaction after the right. uh, Super Bowl. So it was uh, pretty crazy. We had a lot of fun on that one, and who knows, it'll be Super Bowl, and then ha, huh, we got to figure out how we're going to squeeze in some XFL conversations. Oh, we'll be able to do that, no problem. Foosball continues. Now it's going to be raw. Maybe not, but <laughs> we'll see how Vince Vincent Kennedy is going to juggle all of that fun stuff. So that's going to be uh, pretty interesting. But last but not least, I really want to pick your brain and see what your thoughts are on what they're calling uh, a a resurgence of the true draft. Because I'm looking at it from my perspective as this could be a three-way draft. I'm hoping. They haven't confirmed anything, but I'm hoping that this could be a three-way draft where all three brands, Raw, SmackDown, or Friday Night SmackDown, and NXT are in the whole pot. Because to me, that would make perfect sense. And then 
you're going to have different people vying and it's not like one is inferior to the other because if you keep NXT in, as the developmental thought process AEW is going to eat it alive because they've ah. already made suggestions especially from Kenny Omega's mouth saying that you got us going up against developmental talent whereas me I'm the main eventer so anybody on that roster is going to be in the dark matches or the early matches to paraphrase what he was saying and I don't believe at the level that they are performing that they are developmental by any means now you have developmental talent flowing through which we will see a lot more of because they say they got over 120 plus superstars in technical development which they do cycle through NXT so they may get more TV time but I don't think of them, at least for who we see on a regular basis, I wouldn't even call them developmental because I think all of them should be, as I've said many times, called up to the main roster. Like the whole entire core class that's there right now, um, pre, we'll say pre uh, Mia Yim uh, in that class, should all be called up. So that's a lot of people. That's all of the Undisputed Era. That's Baszler. Um, I guess you could bring Jessica Duke and Maria Shavir. Um, that's Velveteen. That's, uh, uh, you know, a lot more. Keith Lee and trying to think I'm brain farting. There's so many <laughs> that are down there uh, that could be pulled up. Even, or, I mean, we've got um, Walter. Uh, I know he's in the UK, but bring him over. Uh, and, and, and the more the merit. It's just so, 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 so many bruiserweight. Bring them up. So I think, and you can tell me what your thought process is. I think it should be a three-way draft and not just a raw SmackDown draft. It should be three equal ways, and I and that would shock the world. Well, yeah, I, I agree with that. But I'm going to say this. Uh, Kenny Omega got to not talk like that because the – Quality of product AEW is putting out is good. It's good. But you have to realize NXT has been doing this televised for longer than AEW has been around. Mm-hmm. So they have a, a, a leg up. Maybe talent-wise, you may not think they are that good, but everybody wants to see the young bulls. They don't want to see the old dogs. They want to see the young bulls run. Mm-hmm. And that's where you're going to see the Young Bulls. Now, if you have a choice between AEW and NXT, me, I'm saying I'm going to switch back and forth to both. But they want to see the Young Bulls. Um, you know, AEW has made it on WrestleBotch <laughs> a couple of times and you know, from the last couple of shows because moves were botched and things like that. And it doesn't look like a crisp product all the time, depending on who's in the ring. But don't don't and I'm not saying this because it's WWE and we are kind of like on their ghost payroll where the checks don't come but they will and they may come in a flood or a trinkle or something like that but I'm not saying it because of that I'm saying it because it's true it could be anybody uh don't speak about the up and coming that you know basically they'd be in a dark match when it's women on that roster that probably would kick Kenny Omega's behind <laughs> I'm just saying <clears throat> But to what you were saying, uh, 
three-way draft. I like it. I really do. And but you keep, you know, you only make a certain amount of NXT eligible for the draft. So when you got a new crop of youngsters coming up and you know they're coming out of backstage development, you they they're in there with the vets. Yeah. And you know, you know, they're being enhanced but being trained at the same time. So it's all it's it's all working. So yeah, I I, I like I, I like that. That that could work. Yeah. It may have to be some provisions like uh the NXT champions would have to be sitting champions, so they would be locked in. They wouldn't be draftable. Because it'd be kind of weird to have the NXT champion go to SmackDown. That that wouldn't make a lot of sense. So they may have to be locked in, but everybody else is legal. With the exception of the announced team. That needs to stay too. Morrow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. His 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 analogies and and, and pop culture inserts and Morrow's just liquid gold, man. He, he's like JR two point And when he throws out Mama Mia Yim, it's like, oh my God. <laughs> he's killing it. He was on fire, man. He was on fire for NXT. The the whole thing was great. But I think next week, as we're getting close to wrapping up, I am going to send you a list of every active Raw and SmackDown superstar. We're just going to keep it Raw and SmackDown because as much as we would like it to be, I don't think they're going to do the three-way. So we won't. Maybe we'll we'll I'll, I'll send the, the 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 NXT roster as well. Maybe we'll p- pick a couple. It can't be champions, I would imagine not. But you know, a couple other people may get called up from the draft. But we'll do our own mock draft, and then we'll see who gets the most picks, and we'll do it by points. So two points per superstar that is drafted to the appropriate side correctly. Okay, I, I can deal with that. So I, I need I'll redemption. You, I'll send you the list, and then uh, how do we do that? Uh, it won't be a live draft between us because then it'll be kind of we run out of people. So we'll just say based off of how many slots, uh, we'll just say our list, and then we'll see from there how many of them we got right and and get our points right, and see who is uh, the better drafter, especially since you're all in your um, uh, your fantasy stuff. So, yeah, a little <laughs> bit of extra extra fantasy points to talk about. And we'll see who's going to be the winner, man. Me. Um, why? Because I happen to be a champion that people try to clash with. Here we go. Well, I'm, I'm serious. I'm you be clashing with me. I, I don't. I'm just take the obvious. I'm not trying to make a dig. I'm a champion. Does your shoulder hurt from patting yourself on the on, on the uh, on the back like that? No, I hire people to do it for me. That's what champs do. Mm-hmm. That's what makes us special. I don't even have nothing to say to you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess you might as well tell them where they can listen to us. That way they can feel good about that decision to continue to listen to the champ. Oh. Oh. 
I, I can't even say nothing. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what I deal with. Um, I wouldn't trade it for the world, though. I, I will say that. Would you trade it for the win for Clash of Champions? <laughs> That's the question. Nah, I wouldn't. Because <laughs> it, 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 just a Oh, man, that text, it, uh, that, that, that tweet. It's like, what is he looking at? It didn't age well. Um, <laughs> How is that L? Like, what is he talking about? Uh, and I was like, he never responded. At, oh, he must be salty. And then I did respond. I'm like, dude, you lost. And then I realized, hey, wait a minute, other people can see this. So other people are seeing you put yourself. Oh, man. When he takes that shoe out his, out his mouth, it is going to be nasty. Whew, yeah, buddy. And we see what happened. But uh, <laughs> of course, you can hear us right here on Anchor, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, iHeartRadio, uh, Podbean, Podchaser, Podcoin, Stitcher, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Castbox, Breaker. 17 different platforms. You can just Google sideline junkies and we'll pop up. Uh, I say it all the time. I'm in the process of getting with everyone so we can keep the, the website officially updated. Trying to figure out to add some new things why I haven't been updated. So just want to add some new things and figure it out. But check that out. Check us out on social media, on Instagram and Twitter sideline junkies on facebook sideline junkies colon podcast and don't forget to check out the sideline junkies youtube page where you'll get a little gaming experience i did a ted talk about two weeks ago while playing madden and just talking to redskins talk uh speaking of which um people's choice don rodriguez myself bj and uh gotta text big jim possibly but uh, you trying to uh, save DC tonight, or you mm. gotta get up early in the morning? Uh, are you sure you want that? <clears throat> Look, we we broadcasting it. <laughs> That's what we're trying to do. That's the attempt tonight is to broadcast that on the sideline junkies, uh, Instagram. And I'm sorry, not Instagram, uh, YouTube page. Oh man, I gotta go check uh my closet to see if my champion gear is has been dry cleaned. Wow. I'm not sure, but uh, I think it may. Hold on, I'm looking. Wait. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The big old C. Yeah, yep. Yeah, it's it's clean. You can see that for miles. That I am the champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So y'all just just message me when y'all are, are ready to make this happen, and the champ will definitely jump on. I swear, if this wasn't a family show, I'd say something about what that C stands for. But ah. <laughs> Well, for you, it's confused. <laughs> Ooh, boy. Confused is an understatement. Oh, man. This has been one of the best podcasts we have done. Why? Just for the fact that, man, I haven't seen somebody eat crow live in a long time. Crow that they started. Yeah. It's not even like I, I didn't even go in. He just started it. And was wrong. Man. What, what was it? You know, moms used to say, you know, if you don't have something nice to say, don't say something at all. <laughs> uh, fact I, check. I got, I got nothing. 
Fact check. Message. <laughs> hey, but let me stop because I'm trying to be a star. Bullying is not is not cool. <sighs> I, I, but is I it really nothing. bullying if you're just talking about facts? Is that really bullying? I thought I was just being informative. Mm, I'm gonna have to look at that. Let me consult uh, the Be a Star campaign. Be like, hey, I just want to make sure I'm not bullying. But he mm, did mm, mm. put his own foot in his mouth there. Yeah, indeed. I can't. I I can't deny it. Well, you know, that's at least you know we can forget about it while we're saving DC. Yeah, because but I don't think you're gonna forget about it. So look, when I'm the link will be posted on our Twitter. YouTube, I mean t- Twitter. It's gonna Twitter, Instagram. It's gonna be posted on everything. Uh, but just make sure y'all click the link and and check it out and see whatever we're talking about. It's just gonna be sideline junkies just talking and trying to save the city. So, gotta shake the rust off, and I need to shake the cobwebs off my head because playing all that I foosball. Just, Get off, man. <laughs> yeah, take a break. And, uh, yeah, I need I need one. I speaking of which, man, I had I'm trying to find a a league and anybody listening, you can message the sideline junkies about. It. I'm trying to find a, a a Legends League where it's nothing but all time teams. Like you'll have the all time Redskins, all their greatest players, none of the current players. I'm trying to find a league like that where I can join. And if I can't take my Redskins, I'll take uh, San Francisco, the Raiders. You know, teams like that. I, I, I'm all about nostalgia and, and the history of the game. I'm a student of it, so I love the history of it. But I'm trying to find something like that. If anyone knows where I can find something like that, be sure to drop us a line because I'm not the only one interested. Uh, Sideline Junkies 247. That's 247 at gmail.com. Now, I, if if I'm done sticking my foot in my mouth and getting my head bashed in over a win that I thought I had, I even wrote it down. I was like, yes, two in a row. I'm like, brag hard Saturday night. I bet you had John Cena's theme music playing in your head and everything. Time is up. My time is now. If you can't see me, my... wait a minute, wait a minute. I was wrong? Ooh. Okay. <laughs> and think, if you want to be real technical about it, I actually lost four to two. No, no, no. It was, it was three. There's no four. How do you get the four? Okay, wait. Because I went over it twice. It, it was it was legitimate. Okay, I won Alexa and Nikki. Mm-hmm. Uh, we both had Seth and Braun. We both had the revive. We both had Miz. I won AJ and Cedric Alexander. Mm-hmm. You won Bailey and Charlotte. You won Sasha and Becky. That's two. Oh, no, no, no. And you won Seth and Braun. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That that was your third. Okay, so yeah. that was it. All right. Yeah. I was clean. Because I, I thought I actually lost the fourth one. I'm looking. I'm like, no, that's hey. not a fourth one there, buddy. We, we shouted them out last week, and I'll say it one more time. It was smooth as the other side of the pillow. <laughs> Yeah, but you were supposed to call the bus driver because I was about to take you to school. 
Uh, apparently, the bus driver forgot his keys, so we called Uber, and the Uber was like, "I got you, dog." I was like, "I appreciate that, thanks, man." Oh my god, I don't, I, I got nothing to say, man. That no, that's good. Only that one thing good. to say. <laughs> it's it's off to uh, DC. Maybe yeah, <sighs> we'll go into the dark zone. I haven't been there yet, so I'm 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 ready to travel. Let's get them DZ keys. So, because one thing I can say, playing a division, I've been playing by myself the last couple of nights, just a little bit. And I'm like, it's so boring when you're not playing with somebody you know and you can just talk about things and it kind of, you know, not distract you from the game, but it kind of puts you into the point where you're not overly paying attention to everything that moves and you're just kind of enjoying everything and you're like, okay. And you get into that mode where you see everything going on. All your shots are hitting everything. But it's playing by yourself, man. It's, it's not, it's not great. Like I was looking for guys online. There was a few people online, but I was like, I don't know them. I'm scared to play with them because I don't know how they play. I need my own crew. Hence why I'm putting out the distress call now because I'm ready to play with my own crew and broadcast it for the world to see. Oh, hey, like I said, you uh, finish uh, corralling the crew, send me the message uh, once everybody's on, and the champ will jump in. Oh, here we go. And I, I can already see, oh, champ is here. <laughs> I can't, and, and the wild part about it, I can't even say when well, I've been here. Well, the, the question is for the surprises: Are you getting um, the Will Smith version or the Muhammad Ali version? One of these two <laughs> will be beaten on a drum. The champ is here. All right, you know what? That's how you end the show. Ali reference, greatest <sighs> of all time. Go. Maybe a little bit of bubbly. You know what? I, I'm normally the one that does the Muhammad Ali impersonation. You know? Save that for your next attempted win. <sighs> attempted? Gee, you know what? He's just kicking me. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I am done. This has been a presentation of the Sideline Junkies. This has been the WrestleManiacs. Brought to you by he- the letter L. <laughs> He is the people's choice, Don Rodriguez. And winner. I am the big guy, KG. Still a winner. Just not any time of recent memory. (laughs) We are the sideline junkies, WrestleManiacs, and we are out of here. Woo! This has been another Sideline Junkies production, sponsored by Anchor FM. For any questions, comments, or even if you have a show idea, you can always email the fellas, sidelinejunkies247 at gmail.com. Junkies out.